We're learning this parak Atis, simple but uh, extraordinary Atis, examples of Atis of how to deal, or more that a person needs to deal with with um, with the chesrayness, with different issues, with different problems. So. The Rebbe is, as, again, he emphasizes that these are just examples of how a person can think of things on his own and not to rely upon Dafka these aces, but how one has to work on Tikkun Hamidus. Here he discusses the Inin of Kas, just briefly, some simple aces of how to deal with anger. The Rebbe says that, that one one has to realize that just by making a general Kabbalah all the time when we're davening all, of, all the time, especially in Hashem Kippur we have these general Kabbalahs that I want to be a better Jew and I want to be an Ebed Hashem we get all emotional about different sukkim and different things in the davening and we're going to be Avde Hashem and then we sing Anna Avde the Kutshebrichu we're going to be Avde Hashem, we're going to serve Hashem but all of that are very, it's all very general. That I want to be a better Jew, I want to be an Ebed Hashem. You can go like that to the 120 and not change one thing. You have to, the Rebbe says, let's stop it. That's not enough, just have these, just have general Kabbalahs to try. We're talking about last week. But at a time when you're feeling when you're feeling some, some sense of Israelimus, when you are feeling that you want to be better, and you, you, it, it's, a certain, it's a certain high point in davening or, a, or whatever it is, a shalashudas or a, a, a yomtev or a simcha, at a time of Israelimus, it's not enough that you have this general desire from now on, I want to be a better Jew. Because that's not necessarily going to change anything. But instead, what you must do is that during that time of Israelimus and Nefesh, during the time when you are feeling a Israelimus, when you are feeling... That you want, that, that you are feeling closer to Hashem Baruch Hu, you have to, you have to take upon yourself to, to focus on proteus, on proteus midasarosu chesaynus, on on specific details, on specific details of midasaros, things that need to be repaired. Hey Nemesis, we spoke about this last week because at a time of Yisroimimus you're encountering that deeper part of yourself you're meeting up with your, you're meeting up with your Neshama so when you're meeting up with your Neshama it's an unbelievable opportunity to change it's a tremendous, tremendous moment of opportunity and of clarity but if, if you if you, um, if you waste that moment of clarity on some general kind of a thing like I'll be better what does it even mean, Bechlal? I'll be better. What does that mean? And how does and and how and how does that? that this is going to be really bad if it works. That. <laughs> and, and how does that? You know, how does that? Uh, how does that change you? I'll be better. So he says, Hey, Nemesh should be shorts from his life. I eat yourself this three long. Now he says a very important thing that's in the Svarma Kedushim. He says it's true that when a person is inflamed, when a person is excited about davening. The truth of the matter is that during davening, when you, if it's a time of davening and you're feeling really, really connected, it's better not to make all kinds of chesbonus about your bad, about the stuff in your life that's not, you know, the midas that are not good. To think about your bad midas when you're feeling, uh, you know, this, this, that's the fastest way to end a party. That'll, that'll, 
So during davening, he says, in general, it's better during the time of Islavus by Tefillah not to be marva by Cheshbainus, not to go into Cheshbainus of, um, into all the Cheshbainus, it's better not to get your hands dirty thinking about your Cheshbainus. You're feeling his his love is by davening to start thinking about you know how I'm I'm such a horrible uh, Balgaiva, Balkaz, Baltaiva. I'm looking for COVID because uh, because at that time and that for, to do that the, that's going to for most people it's not it's not going to bring to a tikkun of any need. It's going to Adrab, It's going to just end the, the moment of his love and, and throw the person into into a negative into a negative state of mind. Because that when it's going well, then you should daven and learn and have his lavas and be miscarving and close to Hashem and not to get involved in all kinds of chashbainas. I will take it v'achat filos, so however, immediately after davening. Because after davening, there still is a feeling of israimus. There's a, there's a feeling of, of exaltedness. And this was a good filos. So right after the filos, and even if it's drich hazaras hashas, because you had a good shemun and you took three steps back. Now the chazan the batfil is repeating shemun esrei. Well, most people drink drich hazaras hashas. You know, it's, it's just let's you know, let's get this over with. You know, the Ariyah Kaddish says the hazaras hashas is on a higher level than than the regular shemun esrei. And listening to the chazar, listening to hazaras hashas is a very very hard thing to do. But listening to the listening to the shemun the repetition of shemun is is higher and greater. Than the than the silence monastery. Sure. So during that time, that it's possible to to now to <coughs> to the Rebbe says to focus on some things on or one particular thing that perhaps to work on. Or certainly, if it's a, for this Israelis, and it's not during the time of davening for whatever the reason. Then it's a very very good that during that time of Israelis they stop. And to and to try to figure out in Aitsa how to work on on a, on a certain media, on a specific thing, not a general thing. I want to be better, but a specific thing. That's why you you can walk away from a you can walk away from a whole elder assessment the whole thing, and, and nothing changes, even though you, you can't understand it because you you know you were, you were, you were really really you know you, were, you during davening and everything you felt very very moved by 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 the tefillahs and and you and you had wonderful positive thoughts about about. Growing and all of that, and then you, if the answer, nothing happens, because it's not enough to have some general feeling, a good feeling that I want to be better, without working on prati pratis on 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 during that time of history, must to be macabre upon oneself to work on on a specific thing, and and also not not a hundred specific things. That's that's the same thing as, as saying I want to be better. You know, when a person when a person makes a cheshbon that I have there there these are the this is here's a list of thirty four. Uh, things that are wrong with me that I'm gonna that I'm going to uh, fix. It's the same thing as saying I'm doing nothing. You know, it's like that in the house also, right? I mean, I never had even a me to fix anything. But if any of you ever have had such a thought, so you know how it works. That if you if you have to fix the one thing, so maybe you'll fix it. But if you if you so if, you, if you're one of those people like that has this thing, you know, like a list on the refrigerator of things to do, it means nothing. So you, if you do one at a time, so maybe. So, but if you're gonna if you if you just have this whole list, it doesn't mean anything. So in our Vajrasa Hashem also, that when a person comes out from Shem Kippur, if they can work on one or two things specifically, but for uh, to work on one or two things, sometimes I, the, the, also some will come ask me that they're going through a difficult time, Khalila uh, or something regarding regarding uh, someone's health, or they want, they want to do something, 
So, so what could what could I do? What could I do? You know, so the person wants to be better. So, again, just to say I want to be better, it has very little bearing on the person's life because that kind of a kabbalah after time it just it doesn't mean anything. So, but when a person when a person befrat the frat chooses, which I always say is that there's one particular thing. So you don't have to tell me. Just take the hardest thing, the thing that's that's that you're having the hardest struggle with with with, with fixing for the last twenty years, whatever it is, and work on it and fix it. And don't tell anybody what it is. And don't tell me. Just just get to work on it. That's the that's that, that's the that's the greatest mysterious efforts that a person can make, and that's the ikatikin of a person to work on on something specifically. You can't look for chametz if there's no light. Saklal. That means if you, when you're on a regular day, if you're not feeling anything, not by davening and, and or it's, uh, the time that it's not davening, you, if you don't feel any hisayrus, then it's very hard to look for anything. You don't see anything. But when you're feeling some hisayrus, when you're feeling more excited about your Yiddishkeit in, in a general way, then you have a candle, and now you can look for the chametz. And the only way to look for chametz is if you have a candle. So if a person if a person is in a state of darkness. And they're unfeeling, uncaring, and the Yiddishkeit is irrelevant, and so on. So they they're not going to massacre specific things or general things because there's no candle that that's, that that even shows them mechlal. What is it that's wrong? When you go with a candle, you're able to find. Uh, when, you, when you go with a, a, a candle, you're able to see. Oh, here's a little piece of hummus. Here's a little piece of hummus. You look into the charm in the stocking. You look into the into the holes. You look into the corners, into the cracks. But that's only if there's an orhaner. But if there's no candle, then how are you supposed to see anything? So when when is it when there's a time of, of when the orhaner is sort of lit inside of you and the candle is lit, so now you're able to go find different things that are wrong. You're able to see the comments. Now that you have this a little bit of a cyrus, and there is a spark of kedusha that, that that that's caught fire inside of you, so there's a little candle. As long as it hasn't gone out, because it doesn't last too long. So as long as it's still lit. Whatever it is, so look for some comments. See what the comments, see what you could find that you can work on. Lamosel, for instance. Im Kason Ato Kasasholm, if you have a temp his boy name. Then during the time of his of his Iris, think. This is something that I want because there's nothing there's nothing like anger to cause a person to be cast away from before Hashem, to be thrown away and rejected by Hashem. The Gemara says that when a when a person loses his temper, when a person is angry, then then even the shechina is not, doesn't is is unimportant to him. And when a person loses his temper, it's like he's worshiping an idol. So a person should think. So why do I want to do such a thing? To, to cause myself to be so separated from Hashem. So remember, this is when a person is feeling close to Hashem at some point in his uh, his life, his year, his day. So he should think to himself at that moment, what is with me when I, you know, this happens to me so often that I lose my temper. And I know what Chazal said, I know that it's of Hazar, I know that Hashem is, is disgusted with me, he can't look at me, and there's nothing that he hates more than a Balkas. So do I want this to happen? That this is that the very same God of my soul, who right now I feel so connected to, and it feels so good to be close to. Do I want to rebel against Him, Chassid Shalom? So Makabel and the Alatz Mishloi Luchais Me'ata, I accept upon myself not to lose my temper. Leiv Shalom Makabel and the Alizayis with a whole heart, and I say Rebbeinu Shloim. 
And you dive for that. You ask Hashem to help me that I shouldn't that I shouldn't lose my temper. And fix this in your heart and your soul. This thought. But it has to be something you think of and you review at a time you when, not when you're angry, obviously it doesn't work then. But when you feel in Yisraimus and you go over this a, a hundred times that that, that Shalom, I don't want to be this way, help me not to so then maybe the next time when when you when you feel that you're losing your temper, and you feel yourself getting angry, then you'll be able to it won't be hard for you to remember. Look, I'm I'm losing my temper. What about the, what about that whole Kabbalah that I had, that whole feeling that I've been for the last for the last uh, three weeks? I've been begging and crying and davening, whatever it is that that I shouldn't that I shouldn't lose it. As opposed to as opposed to if you're not a person that's working on yourself, when you feel angry, you just that's it. It just goes. It's like uh, you know, it's the kolamat. It doesn't even stop off anywhere. Here, at least the cast has to. It's, it's almost absurd that your anger shouldn't like check in with that Kabbalah that you made. Because you're not a liar, you're not a liar, and 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 during the time that you had a was and you were honest with yourself, you said, "I can't stand myself. I, I I'm, I'm sick of of yelling at people and carrying on and losing my temper and people and people where they look at me and, and being thrown away from from people in the burning because because there's no there's no one that people there's no one that people hate as much as a Balkas. They'll forgive you for any they'll forgive you for any of in the world, but for but some of the yells at people and, and that and that that, this, that that loses it. The, same with the husband or the wife and the children. There's nothing that's as destructive and, that's, and, and that causes a person to, to look as, as diminished as caste. So when so when a person when a person has made such strong kabbalas and he's spoken to himself about it when when he was in the state of his ramus. So now afterwards, it's almost impossible that that that, that when he starts to get angry or before he says something that he shouldn't remember that oh, you know I I, I have this whole avoided and all these kabbalas. So therefore, it'll be easier for you to control yourself and to calm down. So now, when the anger starts to cook inside of you, the is to be stubborn and lizkar and remember and not just her, but to picture yourself, think in your mind about how you were. At that time of Israelis, and how you were at that at that at that time of Israelis, how you were were how you were macabre upon yourself not to lose your temper again, was and and see yourself in your in your in your mind's eye, see yourself from at that uh, the way that you were at that time of that Israelis and that Kabbalah. I mean, in the beginning when you try this, it might be ah, oh, forget that Kabbalah. You just you know you just you just keep on going. It's like it's like a, you know you go like a like a steamroller, but. But if you work on this, I mean, it doesn't happen one time. But if you work on it one time, a second time, a third time, then it becomes very, very. It becomes it becomes very difficult to go on with the kaz when you refer back clearly in your mind. Not just in, again, not in a general way, but you think back specifically about that kabbalah and and how you and how you made that kabbalah. In the clearest, the clearest way to think about it. The experience of Israelis was a kabbalah, and a kabbalah that then you accept upon yourself. 
and that's with, with, with any of the other chesvonis, any things, any of the other things that you were makabel the chesvonis that a person was makabel upon himself to try to fix. But what most of us do, what happens most of the time is, yeah, that the only time you think about fixing your anger is just after you let everybody have it. <laughs> not, not with chesvonis. You feel really bad because you yelled at someone that you love, and and and. Uh, and you and you go to bed, you think, oh, he's such a manovel, he's such a mushkos. Look at you, 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 the the people that you that you love most. How you you know you carry on, you yell, they think you're a sugar, you know what's the matter with you? And and when is that whole thought? That whole thought is when you're feeling depressed and down and low and worthless. So you would think it would be very effective, no? It just makes you yell more. But then you start screaming at yourself, and inside yourself. And, that, and you're in a lousy mood. <coughs> and you're in a lousy mood. That doesn't that doesn't uh, that doesn't help anything. You, get, get, dig, you dig in deeper like that. Stam. The the, the says that afterwards, not to even think about it so much. The anchor is when you're not at, when when it's not after such a mice at a different time at a time when it's when you when you are when you when you're in a good place and to, and to think and to, and to try to macabre something and, and and to dive for something. So then you then you see that, that the next time that you feel. I mean that you feel the cars rising before inside of you that you're able to that you're able to preempt it you're able to shoot it down, but 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 you know that the normal mahalach the way people naturally do things is, is just the opposite. When they're feeling great, they don't they don't think at all about any of their bad needs. When they're feeling when they're feeling connected to the Shalom, they don't think about anything bad. So everything is great, and all of a sudden, boom, that old thing comes out. You know, it's a bad day. Somebody looked at you the wrong way, said the wrong thing, and you let them have it. And then you then you're hard on yourself. What's going to be with me? What's going to be with me? This is often the that's often the sitrach. All those thoughts are from the sitrach. When something comes from the sitrach, the kedusha comes from the side of holiness. It's a it's a, a positive. It's a machshava. When you're feeling strong and you're feeling that I have kaisus, then you makabel upon yourself at that time. That the next time it's going to be different. I'm going to work on it. It's not going to happen. That's that's something which which is meaningful. That can work. You shouldn't think that it doesn't require constant work. It's a pretty um, straightforward. He says that unless you're constantly working yourself, the only thing that can happen is you just rot in your grave. Nothing more than that. But to but to really fix yourself and to be a Yisrael Yid that's an Eved Hashem, it's only with hard work. And, and uh, you know, let's face it, hard work is not something that we that most of us enjoy. And we're certainly certainly not at a time when 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 the whole tachlis of one's of one's being alive is to avoid working. That's uh, we, we're raised in a generation where the where the, the ideal life is is one without work, was not without work, and. And we shouldn't fool ourselves into thinking that that means when we say without work, it just means no, no, no. I'm not talking about I'm not talking about work inside of myself. I'm talking about you know, if, just not working. But you know, not uh, no job and no hard work and no schlepping and everything. You know, to to have an easy life. No, it carries over into everything. That a person who was raised, to, to, a person who was raised feeling that work is a dirty word, and that putting in putting in a hard day and and being a balmelach a balavaida is something which is negative. So that same person. It's very hard all of a sudden that when it comes to internally working, it's very hard to become a big balavite. Of course, ideally, that's the best situation. You don't have to worry about going. Uh, you don't have to worry about going to some job. 
and all you have to worry about is, is learning and davening and working on your meters and, and everything. That's great. But the conditioning of uh, of America is that that it's if you if you don't have to work and you can get away with it, do it, and that has an effect upon one's avodas um, hashem. So there are many people also that they figure that listen, if I can get away, what it means get away. It means I don't do I don't do big affairs. The little affairs, my friends also do. So we're all in the same boat. We'll we'll we'll, we'll go through this together. Now so this machshava that this machshava that uh, I, I'd rather not work the chlal, not inside, not outside. So a person goes to 120 without changing anything, without changing one thing, without improving one thing. If you, if you you know if you have an honest moment like with a candle and you're looking for chametz. It's a painful realization, but if but sometimes if if it, if it hits you, how have you have you changed one bed meter in your entire life? Have you worked on one meter since you're a kid? Since you're a little kid, has there been one thing that's changed? One thing, even one thing. One, is there one thing that's different from how I would react when I was when I was 15, when I was 12? Do I do anything differently now? And it's very very hard to to be honest. Unless it's a time of hysteronomous. When a person is feeling a closeness to Hashem, then you can be honest. It's a moment of honesty. And the moment of honesty, you're able to take the candle and you're able to look and point and see, look, this is, the emiss is, the emiss is, that I haven't, that, that I, I'm still the same Balkas. I was, I'm still the same guy that, that, that if somebody, uh, that if, you know, if somebody unintentionally fouled me, you know, I went nuts and had to throw me out of the game, out of the league, and, you know, they, they, they had to take me to another continent or something because somebody fouled me, you know. But I'm the same as me, except now it's not about basketball, it's not about, you know, uh, uh, yelling about it, it was foul, it wasn't foul, it was foul, it wasn't foul. You know, these, these machlokisins about the line, you know, especially since we never had a foul line when you play, right? So there's always these big machlokisins. You know, the guy stands by the third base, the first base, and tries to line it up. So we have these huge debates about foul, it's not foul, screaming and yelling and carrying on. So okay, so now you don't you don't play baseball so much anymore. So you don't have these big these big fights. So now you're screaming and yelling about something else. But but Betsim, you haven't changed. Betsim, you haven't changed. And if somebody says something you don't like, you let them have it. In a marriage, <clears throat> people that walk around and the whole world thinks he's the nicest guy in the world, and 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 and, and his house is mamish a, a dictator, a tyrant. A, so all these things. So what 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 changed since a person's 15 years old screaming at some screaming at some referee or, or at some friend? It's the same thing. It requires constant avoid. The law avoid the is bakroi. And it's not, it doesn't mean occasional work in a, a bakroi from time to time. Pam oivid or pam oizev. Sometimes I'm going to work on it, sometimes I'm not going to work on it. Ella avoided me this. And that's a hard thing. Avoided me this. Avoided me this is a hard thing. And that's why. Yeah, 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 we have many, many stories like that about about Sadiqin, the old Sadiqin, that they were that that they were working on their midas when they they saw the Kabbalahs from Shlomo Shmuel and other Sadiqin, Shlomo Zamer, and they were old men. They were eighty-five, ninety years old, and then they had they had in their notes things that they're working on, avoided that they were things that they're working on the Tikkun Hamidus and different Yonim when they're eighty-five, ninety years old. That they, that they have written down today, I'm going to try to do this, I'm going to try to be better today. If you think you're ready, you know, and say, you know, Rabbi Auerbach, you really, you're fine. <laughs> it's okay, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to get upset or any of these things. You're really doing, you know, the better than every other Jew in the world, you're doing great. 
But that's that's not how they, that's not how another god lives. Another god lives is that everything is godless, everything is godless, and everything is honest, and everything is real, and and it's never well. Well, I'm I'm um, the whole world thinks I'm a godless, so um, I guess I am, and and I don't have to do anything anymore. It's, it's, it was never such a thing. It was the person working as a right and being honest with himself continuously? I've to me this. So this is the tackles of one's life. Never ever to stop working on oneself. Never to stop growing and trying. And I can promise you then that Bez Hashem, over time, it's going to, it's going to, the avoid, it'll become easier for you. You're not going to be like one of those Jews that we were talking about a moment ago, that even though they have a general, they have a general rotsen, they have a general desire to be good Jews. There isn't a person right here that, would, that, that, that every single one of us wants to, like we want to, we want to, in 120, to leave the world as good Jews. Every one of us wants to be a good Jew. But it's in a very general way. Okay, so I want to be a good Jew, I want to be a good Jew, and then before I die, I'm going to for sure be a good Jew. So, but Lamaisa, what's, what, what's changing? What's changing in you? So he says that a person, that's what I was just talking about. For his entire life, he's in one matzav, one, he hasn't really changed his entire life. Oh, except the last day. Now he looks at himself. It's so he can start to scream. It's a bitter thought. You're 120, and and you see this it. The candle's going out, and and then you think, Damas, am I am I in any way different than I was when I was 10 years old? What's different? What's different? Except I have under my belt, you know, uh, 4,261 editorials. Like, you know, but what's different about me? Like, what changed? How did I fix, did I fix anything in this world? What did I do? In, the time that I'm, in terms of my tikkun amidus, what did I change in my entire life? How did I spend all the years of my life? But if you use some of the strategies and, and other strategies that we're talking about, you'll be able to look back on your life and just say, yes, I did. I did change. I did work on myself. There were tikkunim. Not just that my kitchen was more, was, was kosher, was, was more, uh, I was more careful in the kitchen. That's good. And not just that, you know, that, 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 uh, that, uh, I, I, uh, I, I, there was a time that I didn't dive in marv and then I started diving marv. That's also developed. That's all good. But in terms of tikkun hamidus, being the second who you are, what kind of a person you are, tzadik gimel. V'yochel atul l'shtamish gam b'pulus mamoshiyus l'tzarech tikkun necham. Maybe says here here are some examples of of practical things that you could do. L'vini nakas. This is, for instance, when it comes to anger. L'moshu tik v'alatz macha. You should you should be makabel shakasher rak tagish bekibachad nidnushal kas. That when you feel when you feel rising up within you, even a tiny little trace of anger, you should actually say, You should say some Torah. You should have handy. You should say some Torah. You memorize something. Right? 
So then you could you, you could memorize whatever it is a certain a certain mission a certain thing that that, that you feel connected to from Kerovis is, is usually very easy to remember. So you, t- you take you take some you take some mishnayis. You take something, so and when, and, and when you feel when you feel a nidna, even the slightest little bit of kas, when you feel a little bit of kas rising up, so you say over Mishnah. And if you're able to say over some Torah, even not just not just something you memorize by rote, but you're able to think about something on a deeper level in, in learning. As you say the Mishnah, but and you learn that Mishnah on a deeper level, you learn the Mishnah a little bit with the with Taisus Yontiv with the Rav, and you think over what what Taisus Yontiv said, and you think you, 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 and you think over the Mishnah and it's a machlokes and, and it's machlokes with Shonim that was brought down between you know the Rambam and the Rashba that you saw brought down Taisus Yont. I mean, the more you go into that stickle Torah, the more you go into that piece of Torah. So and and you look and you look into it, Yosef is better. Whatever it is that appeals to you, and a, a certain, a certain, certain different Torah that you that you feel connected to, and from time to time, of course, you you know you, re- you renew, you recharge, you have different different Torah. Kiraishes, first of all, he says, Torah This piece of Torah that you're that you're thinking now deeply about, Torah has an amazing power to, on the spot, to save you from from kas on the spot. That's the cock of Torah. That it's a samchayim. That it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a, like. It's a, a medication, and it works to me. It, it works immediately. It's a medication that has an immediate effect. If you start thinking of divit and it's poshut. This is the nature of a person, and he explains. We know that anger is like a shigon. When you're angry, that at that moment, it's like you become you become insane, right? So it's it's like temporary insanity. That's what anger is. And when you're and when you're insane, it's very hard when you're insane to to use your mind in a healthy way because that's gone. When you're temperate, when you when you need, when you're angry, you, it's, so to stop and think, you know, anger is a bad thing. This is something that really is not going to work. It's never helped me in the past. When you're when you're angry, even though that's all true and it's all rational, but the whole Indian of anger is that it's ir- irrational. So to try to to try to to use a rational, healthy mind at a time when you're when you're nuts, when you're irrational, it doesn't go. It usually doesn't work because that's the whole problem that you that you're losing it. So shaloi luchais. Your insanity is what's pushing you right now. You're crazy. And that's why when you think about the stuff that you that you said or that you did, you think about the what, what you said when you were angry. And when when you quiet when, when you quiet down you have your you have your normal cycle back, you know, it's 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 hard to believe that you could have said such things. How could you even have said those things? The things that are, things that a, a person a person does. There was somebody. There was somebody called me from a, from a, out of out of town. Not even from here. Called me. That's somebody that I that I once met at the shop. this husband and wife. She calls me sobbing on the phone. This lady the other day, and she tells me what happened was that she had an argument with her husband. Had a fight. The husband took every single one of her dresses, every single thing that she has, with a knife and cut everything to a million pieces. Everything that she owns. So how does this guy? Hey, what do you think he's feeling like uh, by Marav? You know, <laughs> like, what's he thinking? Like, well, you know, he's like he's a nice guy, 
He, but he cut up his, his wife. So besides, he's like, he's, this is going to cost them plenty. <laughs> this is going to cost them. But what? What kind of a thi- what kind of a thing is that? I'm sure what, like like a, like a, some kind of a guy that you know that they take away in handcuffs on you know on television. He cut up his he cut up everything. She, Every single thing that she has, he, cut, he, he sliced the piece. So first I said, you have anything at the cleaners? That's like, yeah. <laughs> she said she had a couple of things. <laughs> but could you, but could you imagine? <laughs> every single thing, every single thing that she has is finished. And now this guy's gonna, this guy at some point when he calms down, he's gonna look at this pile. He's gonna look at this thing. What he did is, it's, it's like if someone, can you imagine someone would walk into the house? It's like a crazy a lunatic. Uh, somebody, you know, they should take to jail. And then the is Bechiyas and crying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm very, very, what happened, you know. So at that moment when he's standing there, with, 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 you know, he's standing, he's standing there with a the knife ready to, she's lucky, I said, you're lucky he didn't slice you to a million pieces, because he's ready to kill. He's ready to kill. Okay, so generally, generally, he doesn't do such a thing. So he cut up everything, everything else he killed. So at that moment, at that moment, it's total sugar. A person's like sugar, you know, it's sugar. And and if, and if you walked into that moment, you just have to walk in and you say, "Oh, let's talk a little bit." He'd scream and come after you. You'd have to run out of the house. And it could, it could be the nicest guy in the world. And the next day you'll see him, nicest guy. Anybody you ask him, "What do you think about plenty of money?" He says, "Oh, he's a great guy. He's a nice guy. Sweet guy. Soft-spoken. Just like every single time." I'm not talking about Jews now, but every single time, like, you know, when, when they get one of these guys that, like, like killed, like, 50 people, the neighbors all say, he's such a nice boy. Such a nice boy. Yeah, very pleasant. Very pleasant. You know, there was some odd smell coming from the apartment, but he's a very pleasant guy. He's a sweet guy. Always say good morning. Because you'd think that, like, these are mean people. So, yeah, nice guys. And all these mafia guys. They're nice guys. They're knocking off people left and right. They're nice fellas. They always say good morning. And then they kill you. Yeah, big bellies are like nice people, friendly people. And you know what? It's true. Could be nice people. And the fact that this, that this, that this mass murderer, this, this machine, that he says good morning, I mean, it might probably means that he says good morning. And it could be that these guys... These, these, uh, these nuts, these uh, guys that are running, uh, driving around with these snipers, could be that if you know that on the way that they would have helped the kid, you know, uh, given him a candy and then helped some old lady cross the street, and then the next block they blow some of his brains out. When a person, a person has a a a a, 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 a cause, it's so irrational. So he's a nice person. He talks nice. He says nice things. She says, And not only that. He says when a person is angry, it's not, like he, it's not that he becomes mashuga for everything in the world. He becomes mashuga for that thing that's making him crazy. Rakalai sedover. Lachain. Therefore, rak deyesh keneged akas. He evshelo lahalos as relaymesh leilichos. The last thing you can do with a guy who's, who's lost his temper is to say, "Don't lose your temper." And you know when you said that to him, what do you mean? <laughs> it makes him crazier. <laughs> The lit, you know, to fight, to fight the cause by saying don't, don't feel cause. To fight the anger by saying you shouldn't be angry. So he says that's, that's he's mashuga for the, in, in the Indian of cause he's mashuga. You know, if you would tell him at that moment when he's feeling cause that don't forget you have to pick up your mother for the o'clock in the afternoon by the doctor's office. He'll say I know, I'll, I'll be there. That he's not going to say my mother. He's not going to go there. That's, he'll leave that because he keep it off him. He's still that's intact. At that moment when he's angry, he, it, it's not, he doesn't have a problem with Kibbutz Ovein. He still honors his parents. 
But the cause, what he's in, this Indian that he's in with the cause, what he's angry about, he's told him he shouldn't. So to say that, because at that moment that he's angry, so he's going to say to himself, don't get angry. It doesn't work. So what are you supposed to do? And that's what most people do. You know, and I'm, when I say most people, I'm talking about any personal balavayda. Most people, they don't, as I said, they don't bother at all. They just get angry, and don't, don't worry about it later. But if you're balavayda, so when you're getting angry and you see yourself getting angry, and if you can see yourself in the in the mirror when you're angry, how how horrible you look. But when, you, when you're getting angry, so most people they just say, "Stop! This is not right. This is not right. This is not right." And it doesn't help. Um, so what can you do? So this farmakdeshim will say, "Aval machshava acheres she'ena neged kaso." Oh, if there's a different machshava, which is not telling you not to get angry. You can't, when you're angry, to say, don't be angry, that's not going to work. But a different machshava, that is not opposed to your anger, you can think about it. That's why, you could say, at the moment, again, it's generally not going to work when, your mom is, when it's already finished and you already lost it totally. It's not going when you're starting to feel the temper, you're starting to get angry, if you say over this Divay Torah, you might say the Divay Torah, and you try to think about the Divay Torah, that's not, that's not standing the Hisnagdus, the Akash, it's not telling, it's not telling yourself, don't be angry, it's just saying over, a very interesting mission, with the Mepharshim, it's saying over, an interesting process, that you learned, the Divay Torah, the Chlal, it's a, it's a, it's a very, very important thing, that every single person, every single one of us, should have, should have Divay Torah, to, to reach into, that 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 uh, stum when a person's in a place where he, where, where he is waiting online. What do you do when you wait online? What do you do when you wait online? You have to go somewhere. Uh, all right, now in the car you can listen to divetar. But if a person's by walking someplace, so he has to wait for some. So a person who has divetar, you have you have a few divetar, and you're constantly changing the divetar. So you could be makai mister darais every single moment when you when you're standing someplace. You could cause you could review something in your mind and go over some divetar. But here, it could save your life. It could save your life, Mamish. Huh? And save the other one's life. Exactly. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. To think about, to think about it, to say, not just to think about it, but to say the Divay Torah. To say the Divay Torah, the time you feel it, you didn't get upset, to say Divay Torah. And that, you know how it works. If for one moment you're able to be distracted, because we're always amazed about how, how kids can do that. That's the first thing to do whenever a kid gets crazy. You try to distract the kid. If the kid's lost, if, a, if a kid's really upset about something, a little kid, that's what you do. You distract distraction. But if you tell the kid, don't be upset, that's not do. The kid's crying that the, whatever the the older sister left without her, you know, went somewhere, and then then the, the little one throws himself on the floor and the, with a boom, go crazy, scream. So you go over and you say, this is really not something that's worth being upset about. <laughs> what does that mean? She said, a hundred percent it is. And she's screaming and kicking and yelling. So the only thing to do is a distraction. Whatever that means. You know, some, some, when they're very, very little ones, you do something just goofy. You know, you get up on the couch and you make like a Superman, you, woo, and you take the kid and you do something. You distract the kid. When they get older, you have to think of different distractions and they usually cost more money when they get older. <laughs> but there are distractions, distractions. Machshavarah, machshavacheres, 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 all the time. That's a, and it's the same thing with an adult. It's, just, it's more sophisticated, but the ikir is when a person is losing it, it's a machshava acheres, machshava acheres. To mesiach das. Same thing when it comes to taiva. To mesiach das, mesiach das. When a kid, a kid wants a certain candy, is screaming for this, screaming for that. To mesiach das. 
Something else that the kid likes, a, a, a distraction. Something that's funny, something that's this, exciting, interesting, whatever. Something to the, a distraction. And when you do that, so he says, If for a moment you're distracted, and you're able to go deeply into this Dvartar, which is certainly the most productive type of Hesachadaz, so then, Then the insanity passes. Because the insanity is a moment. And if you're able to, if you're able to, if you're able to, to prevent that, if you're able to, to, to head off that, that, that insanity with a thought of terror, so then, so then the shigon, then, then the, then the, then the craziness goes by itself. And when the moment of craziness passes, then you could, then things like, quiet down a little bit, and you could, and you could answer, you could talk, you could be normal, or you could leave the room and not say anything. Most of the time, when you're upset, the best thing is not to say anything, just to just to be quiet. Yavra shigon meolav ule sichlo habari yakalas gaver gam neged kaso, and then when the moment of insanity passes, because that's when you get ticked off. That's when that insanity passes, and then you have back your normal brain. <coughs> then you'll be able to be misgarb on the cast, and you'll, then you won't have to say the wrong things and do the wrong things. You'll be able to be okay. <coughs> Now listen to this. This is this is we're just going to start this now. This is a whole prayer what he says here. This is exactly what nowadays. This is you see this all the time. Mechlal he says Yesh l'sayin al shabitim alol ukinos akas v'shem chulshas hatzavim. Nervous, utzban. Maybe he says we need to. He says we need to complain about something to lodge a complaint. He said nowadays they have a new a new word for kas for anger. It's called Nervousness. And now, you know, nowadays they have a name for everything. So, uh, about a person that has, uh, when a person has cast, so, I'm sure, that, I'm sure that they have in the, uh, the jargon of the, uh, uh, you know, the, uh, the therapist, I'm sure that there's some lotion for this. But not anger, which just sounds much too unrefined and trust. They must have some, you know, um, uh, temporary uh, chemical hormonal imbalance uh, um, upsetness syndrome. <laughs> now, whatever they call it. So, so that the person, the person, now it used to be that a person gave it to somebody, walked away. At least afterwards, he had charot, a little bit chewy. For what am I going to do? What's, how am I going to face the bunch from 120? Wow, look at me, I'm such a bokas. Now it's not at all. He says, when, he, when he finishes, he screams at the person, lets the person have it. He walks away and he says, I'm sick. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sick. I, I, where's my medication? <laughs> And and uh, and this, not to say that there isn't such a thing as a as, as an imbalance. There is such a thing, and a put and a person that puts a person on edge, and, and 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 of course it has to be taken seriously. But we know everybody everybody knows that nowadays this became every midera is no longer a midera. That's within my that's within my kaiches and nefesh to repair. Every midera now is some clinical problem. It's a clinical problem. First of all, it's my parents' fault. It's my parents. That's the first thing. My parents. Did your parents are fantastic, wonderful, gewaldige people? My grandparents must be. To, must be my grandparents. <laughs> Whatever it is, it's not. It's not me. It's not, not me. This. This. What the Rebbe says that nowadays, that a person can blame, can blame every midera, can blame all of his midesros on 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 something that. That, that somebody told him is not the chlal under his control. It's not within his control. So the Rebbe says mm-hmm. that uh, he says So I don't have to fix this. 
Why have to work? I have to work on this at all. And therefore, a person has, a person knows the people who are who are, who, who are in this, and you know that it's true that there are some people who who perhaps do need medication, and the medication will take the edge off of that. But then, in terms of fixing the meter, they start to fix the meter. That that meter is their meter. The, 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 there's a certain with some individuals uh, there is a certain chemical thing that could that could that could make it something which which is they're incapable of coping with but but then but then once you once the person is being helped and there is medication he still has to be massacred in his meat and then the vast majority of the vast majority of them don't need to have medication they don't need that. It's that they need to have constant avoid on oneself, constant avoid and taking amidus and so on. But now he says they don't call it anger anymore. Now it's now it's nervousness and so. On. And you have a person that says, "Well, you you know you press the wrong button." You, know, you have you have people walking around nowadays that they have like a whole control panel in front of them, with buttons in it. Oh, press the wrong button. Sorry. Boom. They give it to you. <laughs> you know, like even that lotion of pressing buttons. If you think about it, what what a what a what a non-Jewish mahalach it is. Press the that, that that term that they use on the record, well, you press the wrong button. Yeah. I press the wrong button, so then I press the same I press the same button by Ramesha Fines, nothing happened to me, he didn't yell at me. I press that button. He pressed the wrong button. It's like a person talks about himself, like a like a machine. Like an electronic machine. This is a happy button. Oh, you pressed the happy button. <laughs> How you doing? How's everything? Nice to see you. <laughs> you pressed the happy button. Oh, yeah, I, I love you, have a great day. And then, and then, and then the, the, the next minute you press the bad button, you press the anger button, and once you have it, you press the sadness button, it's depressed. It's like it says, no, it's not about Bechira Bechlal. In modern times, this, this Indian, of, uh, this is what the Rebbe is talking about here, in modern times is the, is the re-emergence, as it is in every generation, of, of uh, a belief in determinism, meaning that there's no Bechira Bechlal. Now it's psychological determinism. Like Karl Marx, it was uh, economic determinism. <coughs> so Karl, Karl Marx said that your entire life is being determined by kaiches that are beyond your control. They have to do with, with the economy. That was, that's, that's, what, that's what Marxism was. And your whole life is being determined by forces, by forces that are out there that are beyond your control. And in the earlier times, there, there, there were philosophers who believed that man doesn't have any free choice and that there and that there are, and 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 in that there are certain kaiches in the universe that are forcing you to be a certain way. And in modern times, this is the this is the modern reappearance of determinism, psychological determinism, which means you press the wrong button. And anybody who presses that button, this is what happens. The same way when you press the, when you press the button on the microwave, that's what it, that's what that does. When you press the button on the radio, it tells you the news. When you press this button on me, I scream at you. That's what happens. That's, just, that's the button. That's the screaming button. And you have someone will tell, and, and then this person will say to his wife, "You know not to press that button. Why did you press that button?" She says, "But honey, you screamed and yelling. You pressed the wrong button. I pressed the wrong button. So therefore, what? Therefore, you can scream and yell and and, and, and you know cut up my wardrobe or something because I pressed the wrong I pressed the wrong button. So be a man. So I pressed the wrong I pressed the wrong button. So so don't don't scream and yell. No, that button makes me scream. Here it's." Here it's even more serious because the person Bechal doesn't have to feel bad. Doesn't have to feel bad. He says, you know, not only that, he lets her have it. He says, you know, we're married for 25 years and you don't know, you don't, you don't know my control panel. 25 years, you don't know my buttons. 25 years, and you're still pressing the wrong button. And I, I'm sorry, I still have to yell at you, and let you have it. 
because uh, it's not my fault. It's your fault. Why is it? Why is it? It's your fault because you pressed the wrong button. See here, not only not only did she get him a shabarach and screamed and yelled at, but then after the ma'aser, instead of instead of throwing yourself on the floor, kissing your feet and crying and saying it'll be a nasty if you don't if you don't if you don't leave me, instead of that, he says, and next time you press the button, it's gonna it's gonna happen again, because it's your riches, because you're not supposed to press that button. So what's the person supposed to do? How do you live with it? How do you live with a person like that? The only way to live is like most of the most of the women know, or vice versa. I'm just we're talking to the guys. So I'm saying like this, but most most of the they learn that they learn to watch out for those buttons. That's how they live. They live in constant fear of pressing the wrong button. So then then they become over the years they become like these docile imbeciles that have to talk to the husbands like they have to say certain things and avoid certain things and have to act a certain way and avoid certain things and then when it comes to Inyanam I'm not even talking about it. if I would talk about this parish of Baina Lubaina you know what I mean I- intimacy and what goes on in these Inyanam and the Agnes Nefesh that is caused between one person and another because he feels like this and she feels all these Inyanam which I don't want to talk about the Ram which when you talk to per- privately when people come to talk about different service that they have in this Indian of, of what goes on in their intimate life Expectations that he had, this, that disappointments, and you're cold, and you're cold, and how can you let, and, and, and all of these things. So, so then, uh, you have many, many women, and men, but again, I'm just talking like that to us, that you have many women, they have to go their whole lives knowing to watch out for that button. Watch out for that button. Not that I have, not that I'm married to a person who's, a, who's, who's a host of a person, who's able to be in control of himself, who's able to know how to act and how to behave, and even if, the, and even if it's something he doesn't like, he responds with naimus, with gentleness, and, and he's good. No. Most women learn over the course of their marriage, and if they don't, they realize it. Sometimes in the beginning of the marriage, they'll, they'll, they'll go and they'll press the buttons and they'll go crazy. So either they leave the guy, they, they say, I can't live like this, or they get themselves crazy back and forth, or she just... She just learns not to press those buttons. And then and he thinks, boy, my wife, she really loves me. Boy, does she love me. And all she does is spend her life worrying about pressing the wrong button. Or, or having to press the right button. She has to say a certain thing when he comes home. She has to say a certain thing, because if she doesn't, it's going to be bad. He walks around, he's either ungeblusen, or he gets or he gets angry, he carries on. So she has to say that just everything has to be... Like I said, he comes with a control panel. It's like a control panel. This button, that button, this button, that button. This could say that. And then he'll say, and then if they finally, finally, if they actually, maybe once they, they, they go to someone for help or they talk, this happens a lot. I have, this happens in the time. I have these, I have a husband watching in front of me. And, and then, and, she, and then she starts to cry about the whole Indian. And he says, and he looks at her and he's shocked. He said, you never told me that bothers you. <laughs> so, so what, what did she say? She said, I, I told you, I told you the first like 10 years we were married. But then when I, when I did, you know, it was worse. It didn't help. And I decided I didn't want to lose the kids. I love the kids. And, and you're, you know, you, 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 in between these moments of insanity, you know, you're not a bad guy. And uh, so I decided that I'm just going to not press that button, that's all. Oh, honey. Oh, honey. <laughs> you should have told me. <laughs> yeah, sure. But such a shekha. Anytime someone says that, you should have told me. That's such shekha because to say such a lot, you should have told me. And she, she, she could just say back, there's this instinct that I have, it's called survival. <laughs> and that's why I didn't tell you. And I just wanted to live, and I didn't want the kids to see you act like a nut. 
Because any time I did press that button, you act like a total idiot. And, and I was embarrassed for you in front of the children, that the children should see you act that way and talk that way. So I learned not to press that button. I just learned. Let it be. Ah, it hurts me. What am I going to do? And, and how many times is it done to preserve your own dignity in front of the children? And she keeps her mouth closed and she doesn't say, so you shouldn't have been in front of the kids. It's all the taivim. It's all a, it's a taivim and a chesed. That, that a person does that. You should look good in front of your own children. And then, oh, I didn't know you should have told me. It made you feel, but I didn't realize that bothers me. Yeah. It bothers me. When a, when a person is married to someone that's, that's, not under, that's not under control, and how and how little respect a woman has when she sees a husband that's a balkaz, that carries on and acts up. And how could she respect such a person? But, but she has to act, she has to, of course, act as if she does respect him. Because that's also a button. And if she doesn't press the, and if she doesn't press the respect button, or if she presses the, the disrespect button, then she's, then she's in the, that's it, forget it, she's in the doghouse. <coughs> so she knows, she's got it, she's got it. <coughs> Here she doesn't respect the guy because he's a, he acts, he, he, he acts terribly and, he, and he, he's a balkaz and balgaiva and balkaiva and whatever it is. But she, but on top of everything, he demands respect. With all of his, with all of his bad meters, he still wants to be respected because there's nothing that a, that a man wants more than to be respected and, and, and there's no person from whom he demands respect as much as from his wife. So she knows that she also has to show him respect. But in her heart, in her heart, she holds him to be a total clown. Because there isn't one thing in his life since they're married that he ever fixed inside of himself. And all she did was to learn how to behave. So he might as well just be standing there like he's like a trainer. And he taught her how to behave. He taught her how to behave. And if it's a woman that has a, a little bit of self-respect and self-esteem, so it, it, it's something which is very, very painful. There are some women that they don't have much of that. And they just they just leave it and then they, and they let themselves be abused and hurt year after year year after year after year just let themselves be abused and hurt and they don't say a word and I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry yes your royal highness yes Majesty your Majesty you're right you're right 100 percent and then 120 he's gonna he's gonna when the rational says yeah yeah this is someone that was good to you and took care of you for for your whole life had you talked to that way it's not no problem just opens his jacket opens up his shirt pulls off his towel and shows the control panel. <laughs> See that? She pressed that button. She pressed that button. That's why I let her have it. And you see what the Vaishnav is going to say about that about your about your control panel and we're hundred twenty. What's he going to tell us about our control panels? That we that we said it's not called anger. That wasn't anger. That was a that was my uh, that was a button. That's nervousness. That's anxiety. That's my uh, disorder. I have a disorder. It's not a bit me. It's called a disorder. That just sort of means something's not working. <laughs> something's not working. It's not that I'm doing something wrong. Something's not working. There's a malfunction in, 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 the, in, in the machine. Something's not working. Not, not, which means I can't fix it. i got to call the repairman. It's not me. And therefore the Rebbe says that you don't have to, you're already mispotted, you don't have to be mispotted, you, you don't have to fix that. Why don't I have to fix it? I don't have to fix it because because it's a chulshas aguf. It's a, it's a problem I had. It's a physical problem. My nervousness. My it's not. A, it's a chulshas. It's a weakness uh, uh, that I have. For like me, the rohi It's not a bad me. It's a it's a weakness that I have, and it's a weakness. It's something which is a weakness. So it's, it's something which is uh, bemis is not. It's not really under my control.
entirely under my control. <coughs> and Mr. Shun, we're going to learn more about how it is under our control and, and the and the agents that we could use it to, to work on some of these things. Sky.